Oh yeah, we are back with another monologue of Anchosophy's Candor. Thank you all for listening. For those of you who are listening, if you're consistently listening, I thank you. And today, I have a very, very special monologue for you. Yes, as we all know, February is the month of love and unity. Why? Because it's the month of Valentine's Day and Black History Month. And these are two very special and significant entities, especially considering this monologue today. Now, with this monologue today, I am going to talk about Black History Month. Because Black History Month is the month that is set aside to recognize the achievements of all of the ancestors that have done so much for black people to be in the position that we are in today. So can we can we get a round of applause for Black History Month? Yeah, yeah, baby. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So let's hop right into it. Let me ask you a question. What is black history in America before slavery? I'll ask again. What is black history in America before slavery? Most people say, I don't know. Well, guess what? That's what this monologue is going to be about because I have the answer. I have the answer. Yes. Are you ready for it? The answer to the question is aboriginality. Black history in America before slavery is aboriginality. Aboriginal Americans. So before I get started and give you the details of it all, let me give you a little background. Once upon a time, early original Africans did one of two actions actions one they migrated and traveled across the oceans or two they spread across the supercontinent of Pangaea it all depends on which theory you believe in as they spread out amongst the globe the western continents meaning the Americas and the islands became saturated with them and these early Africans became the first to occupy the land masses of Central America and radiated towards North and South America. Thus, these early original Africans became known as the indigenous Americans. So, with that being said, yes, everyone of Negroid features is a descendant of Africa. We Most people are aware of this. The first person was found in Africa. We are all of that Eve gene, the mitochondrial DNA gene. So what I'm trying to say is most people or all people actually that are of quote unquote African-American descent. No, we're of African descent. We are descendants of these early Africans that landed in America. So we are still here. Thus, there were black people in America before the United States showed up. Thus, most of us are secondarily genetically tethered to those early 
Africans that were indigenous to America, thus making us not only of African descent, but also Aboriginal Americans. Now let's break down the word descendant, okay? Descendant means away from, which is represented by the prefix ab, A-B. And original means first, thus creating Aboriginal Americans or descendants of the first Americans, which is what most black people in America, in America are. We are descendants of those first Africans that landed in America. So yes, we are still of African descent, no doubt. However, we are also of that Aboriginal American descent, culturally speaking, here in the West. Let's continue. Aboriginals are determined by one physical factor. So this one factor is what you can determine an Aboriginal to be. Their skin tone. Okay? An Aboriginal is determined by their skin tone of copper or dark copper colors, meaning tan, brown, dark brown, or black. All black people are of African descent, but most of us, half of us, are of that African descent that landed here in America, thus also making us Aboriginal Americans. So, continuing on, let's break down the word American, shall we? Okay, so before the definition was changed in the 1640s to include the European invaders, the original definition of American, according to the American Dictionary of the English Language, is as follows, and I quote, American, a native of America, originally applied to the aboriginals or copper-colored races found here by the Europeans, but now applied to the descendants of Europeans born in America. Okay, so, like it says, originally applied to the aboriginals or copper-colored races, found here by the European, meaning there were copper-colored, dark copper-colored dark copper people here before Europeans showed up, and when they did show up, we were already here. That's all I'm trying to say here. Now, when you listen to the definition, copper colored. Okay, so we know what copper is. Copper is a metal of the earth. So what color is copper? Okay, now, which humans have the same color as copper? Be honest with yourself. Be honest with yourself. Copper is brown. Okay? Let's let's just say all that. Let's just be honest. That's what Introsophy is here to do. We're here to raise consciousness. Not even raise consciousness. We're here to help you become aware of your consciousness. That's all we're here to do. So, I know what you're thinking. Well, Aboriginals aren't Native Americans. Ooh good point so what's the difference between an aboriginal and a native american well the answer is actually anthropologic 
Anthropologically speaking, aboriginals have negroid features, meaning they, they're, they're black. They have the big nose, the big lips. Their physical features are a bit more dominant and bolder than everyone else's. We have negroid features. That's all. Also, we are found globally across the world, starting from antiquitous times. While Native Americans are of mongoloid attributes, and they originate in East Asia by way of Siberia. And they came over to America via the Bering Strait land bridge when it was there. But it melted, submerged in water, so it's no longer there. So to continue on with gaining more clarity, let's talk about the meaning of the words that you've been hearing. Indigenous means originating naturally from the specific place. So those early Africans that came over to America, they were indigenous to that area because they were the first to occupy that land. Okay. Native means that you are born in a specific location. So, for example, I was born in New York. Therefore, I am a native of New York. I no longer live there, so I would not be considered a resident. However, I am and forever will be a native of New York because I was born there. And that's what native means, born. Once again, aboriginal means away from or descendant of the original. Ab-original, descendant of the original. Now, let's get into this right here. Indian. What does the word Indian mean? Let me give you the prefix. The prefix is Indi. I-N-D-I. Indi means dark color tone. Plain and simple. So if you have I-N-D-I, that's Indi, and you add an A, what do you get? India. And India is filled with copper colored people. Okay, and if you add an N at the end of it, what do you get? Indian, a person that is of copper color tone. Okay, and for fun, here's the definition of the word Indian. Once again, from the American Dictionary of the English Language. Indian, and I quote, from India, and this from Indus, the name of a river in Asia, pertaining to either of the Indies, both East and West. So we know what East India is. India, you know, India. We know what that is, but what about the West Indies? Anyone here from the West Indies? That's basically your Caribbean islands, Bahamas, Tobago, um, even Puerto Rico, Cuba, Trinidad, those islands are considered the East Indian islands. Now, you tell me. I don't see any Native Americans on those islands. So who are the Indians? Shout out to the West Indies. Shout out to West Indians. Shout out to copper colored people. Because this is the information that is not being portrayed. This is the information that was covered. And as I said, Enchosophy here is here to discover the truth. 
so that way we can start to become our truth okay that's what we're here to do so moral of the story ladies and gentlemen is the copper colored race is considered aboriginal because our ancestors are the original man thus everyone who you would consider negro or black or african-american are aboriginals regardless of the country that they come from regardless of the language that they speak if you will consider them black they are aboriginals and that is what we need to start utilizing because that in itself is the truth plain and simple continuing on I already gave you the difference between Aboriginal Americans and Native Americans. It's it's anthropological. Negroid features for Aboriginals, Mongoloid features for Native Americans. Aboriginals are global. Mongoloids are, or Natives, are that of the East Asia by way of Siberia. Now, what makes both Aboriginals and natives Indian that similarity comes down to the copper colored tone we're both of brown skin plain and simple that's the similarity that could consider both of us Indian and remember Indian if you take away culture and location the term Indian literally just means of dark tone that's it person of dark tone that's it Okay, now you can add culture into it in different locations, and that's where it starts to become more diverse. And it's a great discussion to have because that's where you learn the differences, but you also become aware of a lot of the similarities. But what makes us both Indian is the copper, dark covered, dark copper tones that we share. And also, this is very important because I'm making a change today. Aboriginal is the original and the politically correct ethnicity title for black or African-American. So you have to realize the term black and African-American was developed by the colonists when they arrived. And due to their ignorance of the Aboriginal culture and their narrow mentality, they continue to change the ethnicity title throughout the century in order to enforce laws and in order to take land. Let's start from the beginning, a short timeline. Before 1492, people in America, Aboriginals of America, were whatever tribe they belonged to. Whatever indigenous language they spoke, whatever indigenous tribe they belonged to, that's what they were. They were not a skin tone. They were not a color. They were what whatever tribe they were Crete they were Muscogee they belonged to a tribe they were not a color once slavery started in 1619 the terms Negro was employed and remember Negro or Negro is Spanish for black because Columbus was a Spaniard so then around the 1800s 1832 Black came into play. Why? Because the English came into play. 
And they said, well, what is Negro? And they were like, well, it's Spanish for black. And they said, well, we're English, so we're going to call them black. And that's how we went from Negro to black. And then they added color into the situation, literally color to encompass everybody that was melanated. And then in the 1900s, the term black that was created was added to the census, so on and so forth. In 1912, black became anyone that was person of color. So if you were melanated, you were a person of color, you were considered black. And then in the 1960s, you had the civil rights revolution. Therefore, it became a self-proclaimed black, meaning we're going to take this for ourselves and we're going to rep it. Black revolution, black civil rights movement, black power. Okay. And then in 1988, Jesse Jackson, alongside the United States Corporation, decided to say, you know what, we're we're living in America, but we're of African descent. Therefore, we are African-Americans. Once again, the logic is correct, but the term is incorrect because it's it was created by man. And that's what we go on to to this day. But I'm here to change that. I'm here to discover the truth. I'm here to show you that the truth has been covered by laws and and the changing of names. But now we're going to discover the truth by explaining how all of this came to be. And we're going to get back to at least the very technical term that is relatable to anyone of Negro descent or any melanated person. Aboriginal. We are descendants of the original people. So no matter what country you come from, no matter what language you speak, if someone would consider you black or African-American or whatever, you are an Aboriginal. So can we give it up for Aboriginals? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I like to see. We have to have pride in that. Because in school, all we learn about Black History Month are two things. And I'm pretty sure you know those two things. Slavery and an inventor. That's it. That's all we learn. But we're, we're, we're so much more than that. We're so much more than that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do more than sing and dance and run and play sports. That's simply where the emphasis is placed simply because it intrigued and entertained the Europeans when they came over here. That's the only reason why emphasis is placed on that. But we were much more than that. Yes, we did invent majority of today's apparatuses and and structures were created by aboriginals. They may have been curated by a European or a European stole the idea and took the credit for themselves. This is the truth, ladies and gentlemen, and we are all aware of it. But now it's time to accept it so that way we can apply it and move on and restore natural order. Okay, so yeah, we did invent. Did you know that cell phones wouldn't be possible without an aboriginal man? He created the cell that absorbs gamma radiation and translates it into energy which is why we have the cell phone without that cell we would not have the cell phone we would still be talking on landlines 
that's a major situation. We did more than just a cotton gin, okay? The remote control, aboriginal guy. The super soaker, aboriginal guy. You know what I'm saying? Things that we use every single day. Uh, fiber, fiber cables for your, your desktop, for, for your Wi-Fi. Those fiber cables were developed by an aboriginal woman. Yes, we do sports, but we also create. We created sports. Did you know that the rubber that's in every single ball, your soccer ball, your basketball, your football, rubber is indigenous to Africa. When the Olmecs came over, they had rubber and they would play with a black rubber ball. So without that rubber that came from Africa, you wouldn't have football. You wouldn't have soccer. You understand what I'm saying? These are situations that we have to take into consideration. You know what I'm saying? We, we wrote literature. We're writers. And writing is the, the precursor to all information. All information that we receive is written down first. The Harlem Renaissance was that major entity where a lot of creativity was curated by Aboriginal people. Screenplays, books, ebooks, poetry. It began with the aboriginals, okay? The first form of writing was done by the ancient Sumerians who were brown people. And then it was taught to the, to the Egyptians who were brown people. So on and so forth. We did numbers. Without those numbers, we wouldn't have gotten the space. Those were done by aboriginal women, okay? We're spiritual. We're capable of that natural insight. We're energetic beings, okay? Mentally and naturally. And not only that, we're simply capable. We can do a, anything physical. I think that's been proven by slavery. And by transitioning to the next topic and the last topic, I want to give a shout out to Kevin Hart because Kevin Hart has this special on Netflix. I'm not sure when it's going to go away, so listen to it as fast as you can or watch it as fast as you can. It's called The Guide to Black History. And what I took from that is something that he said is basically everything that we don't know about black history that we found out about, you know, like Josephine Baker and the first aboriginal man to step onto the North Pole. Basically, we our creativity and our inventions were used to fight against the oppression. It was used to make the oppression easier for us to handle, which is why we created, which is why we wrote and expressed ourselves. And a lot of our inventions and reasons for what we did, meaning like uh, Jesse Jackson and Shirley Chisholm and Frederick Douglass, these were people who were simply tired of the oppression, so they became creative in order to get rid of it because they knew they couldn't go through the system because the system was not made for them. And it's a great special, and yes, it will still make you laugh. So definitely check out The Guide to Black History, a Kevin Hart special on Netflix. And ladies and gentlemen, the whole point of this is to simply say, these terms are created by the government and because of laws and because they wanted to get land, they covered up the truth with these terms. And 
being inspired and being aware of the inspiration that Black History Month has brought, I am choosing to discover the truth with the information and the facts that have been provided to you. We are not black. We are not a color. We are aboriginals. And we are the the descendants of the original man. So I don't care what you call me. I don't care what you call any brown person in, in this world as long as you put original or aboriginal in front of it. Because that, ladies and gentlemen, is the truth. So when you see a black person, call them aboriginal. Don't say, oh, they're black. Because most black people are actually brown. <laughs> so just be politically correct. From this moment forward, we are going to be politically correct. You are not white. You are Caucasian. You are not Hispanic or Latin. You are of your country. Okay? We are not black. We are not African American. We are aboriginals. So if you see a group of black people, you say, oh, look at that group of aboriginals. If you pull up on a black person and you don't want to say the word black because it may make you feel uncomfortable, say aboriginal because that's politically correct. The truth will come to light. It always comes to light. So, ladies and gentlemen, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Okay? And Aboriginals, welcome home. Welcome home. Welcome home. This has been another monologue of Introsophy's podcast. If you would like to read the article that was written about this podcast, you can go to introsophy.com backslash cognition. And the article is entitled Original America, Aboriginal Americans. And be on the lookout for the next monologue of Introsophy's Candor. Oh, thank you.